back to my web. I came back for a third episode of the Tattlebot podcast. I will stop counting these episodes after I am no longer impressed with myself. And if you ask anyone around me, that isn't going to happen. Remember, the point of this podcast is to provide a platform for you to email me so that I can gather around my cauldron and conjure up some venom for your nemesis. It isn't difficult. Open your email and use your digits, better known as your fingers or your dinghy bells, according to my sister, and type up a complaint for me to turn in and offer some wonderful or terrible advice at tattlepod at gmail.com. I gained some more listeners with my last podcast, and yes, thank you, Danny, by the way, Podcaster9000, for listening and offering up the unsolicited advice regarding the sound quality. I said listen, not advice, and for that, I am coming and recording episode four at your residence. Even my boyfriend heard it just fine, and not only does he have hair in his ears, he can tune me out like it is an an Olympic sport. Contrary to the expert advice of Danny, I am here today with no professional recording device, but instead a pantyhose over my head, hoping it filters my mesmerizing voice and looking like a damn fool. I am actually not sitting here with a pantyhose over my head. It is funny thought, and I am about to go purchase some. I also am crediting White Records for my fitting music on my intro, the Adeline Tango, and strongly suggest that you orchestrate an Elizabeth Cassandra Tango. And please sponsor me, unless you too, for some reason, are also a broke bitch. Also, my dear friend Dina, who suggested that I consider podcasting to begin with. The universe thanks you, Dina, and so do I. I am curating this podcast in the state of Tennessee while visiting some unfortunate relatives. My nephew is assisting me with the creation of a website for my podcast where you will be able to donate to my cause and buy me a cup of coffee to keep my mouth running for all of you. My mouth will also accept wine. I will 100% Certainly let you know when my website is up and actively annoying my loved ones and probably you too. On my adventure to Tennessee, I decided to take Route 23 through Kentucky for whatever God-forsaken reason. I have never had the displeasure of experiencing a slower right-hand turn or series of right-hand turns in my entire existence. Absolutely, the most untimely turning skills that I have ever fell victim to. I thought that I was going to have to stop at the side of the road and dig out a razor and shave my legs before I arrived at my final destination. And that says a lot because I have had actually every square inch of body hair painfully lasered off, except for the hair on my head and my eyebrows. And yes, I performed that procedure on myself. And yes, everywhere, except for where the sun doesn't shine because I am still flexible, but I am not that flexible. 
for whatever reason, these people were not in any rush to get home. And that's not how we roll in Ohio, where everyone is attempting to break the speed of light. And even in their Ford Fiesta, it is commonplace. I did, however, eventually land at my poor nephew's house. He deserves a medal for listening to me for the whole first five hours and 15 minutes that I was there. And I am now taking my fat ass right back over there before I drive on to Asheville to visit my Emily and Danny. You remember Danny, podcaster extraordinaire, as mentioned earlier. Thank you to everyone who has hosted me during my trip. Carsoni, my eldest brother and his wife, my niece, little Steffi, for her rants that have confirmed to me that there is no doubt that we share DNA. And finally, the showstopper, my sister for karaokeing, dirty deeds, crawling on the deck, similar with the talent of a low-rent stripper, and for playing the air rake. I speculate that most Labor Day festivities paled in comparison to mine. We are all gathered here today to receive the word of Tattlepod. So here we go. To write today's writer is myself, because nobody emailed me, even though they said they would. So I'm going to thank me for this email and this episode. And the email states, Dear Tattlepod, Lately, I have decided to gather up my balls and act on some projects and some career changes that I have always considered, but didn't exactly have the time or resources to do it. I still am not in the most pristine situation to take these risks, but I just went for it anyway. I am fortunate to have a supportive significant other, and I thank you for that. He supports me through all of these antics and somehow manages to remain diplomatic and keep his mouth shut. So far, I have written a book, Memoirs of My Mother, authored by a pen name, E. Thomas, just in case I get canceled. It is moderately foul, satire of some horrible things that came out of my mouth while on a college road trip with my college-age son, who was amused All of these quips are compiled into a foul-mouthed book. It's one quote per page. Buy it for your coffee table. I also opened an aesthetics clinic and started this podcast. This podcast is by far my favorite. My complaint is that the book is literally $14.99 on Amazon and a few other platforms. I believe Barnes and Noble, and for the rest, you'd have to ask my sister who did all the work. I'm just the big idea person here. So if you are enjoying my podcast, you should purchase it. All right, my complaint. The people in my life who, I said, buy my book, they A, didn't, and B, merely offered me an eye roll or tried to skirt the subject. Even worse, couldn't even listen to my podcast. How, like, is this possible? Why is this so fucking hard to support your friend and purchase the damn book? Well, at least those people in my life who are wandering through life with a stick of judgment disguised as moral virtue in their ass, it's a click on Amazon, people, or Spotify, 
for fuck's sake. I mean, buy it and toss it if you really hate it that much. Use it as toilet paper. Just buy the damn book. I even heard a, I don't really read. Um, that's sad. Last I checked, all of my friends could read. Like a highly trained dog could read this book. It is one quote per page. It isn't rocket science. They should be embarrassed. Please tell me what you think of my scenario. Thank you, Tattlepod. Well, Tattlepod, I can commiserate this experience with you because, well, I am responding to myself here. It is always unfortunate when the people around you are not supportive. As you said in your email, they are likely venturing through life with a stick of judgment up their ass disguised as moral virtue or equally nauseating eliteness. And if any of you in this listening crowd would like to use that phrase in your own life, that is not copyrighted, and you're welcome. They should probably hope that they have enough oxygen to sustain themselves sitting on their cloud of superiority. They are probably even so spineless that they are capable of offering excuses such as, I forgot, or I'll do it next week, or when I have time. What a bunch of jabronis. Did these people forget that you know them well? You know what they do in their spare time. It's $14.99. It's the cost of, or probably less than, a breakfast of pancakes at the IHOP. I'm sure that you found your way there. Moving on. Instead of the not-so-secret eye rolls, they should just say what they think. Like, I think that you are ridiculous and I am not buying your book. Or, I think that I am above buying your book. Or, I think you are narcissistic, which they would probably be right. I am. Everybody has to have a certain level of narcissism. It's like self-preservation. I may have more than some people, but I am still a very nice person. Or, maybe, um... I'm not buying your book because I am uncomfortable with your happiness. And finally, I liked you better when you didn't act on your dreams. And I am lame and I wished you were as lame as I am. I feel that you might respect these people much more if they could just tell you how how it is. You could all call it a day and just stop supporting one another because you would all save yourself some time and stress instead of dredging up excuses and presenting falsities. Just think, no more picking up the tab. I know how you would appreciate forwardness, because again, I am you. There is little more that you loathe than phoniness, bullshittiness, judginess, and pretentiousness. And I did make up those words. You can use those also. Ah. But attention-seeking and hinting around, I really hate those two. I mean, fucking hell. Get to the fucking point. People avoid the truth because it is uncomfortable for them and not everybody appreciates honesty. I have learned that the hard way and I still don't care. I find it more uncomfortable to lie. If you feel that it is better to square up than to assimilate, to something of the likes of a candy-coated dog turd. 
which would be approachable on the outside, but complete crap on the inside, then start being honest. Stop beating around the bush. It doesn't wear well. On behalf of myself, from myself, Tattle Pod, cut the fat because you are going to need to use all of your time to revel in your success or possibly rebuild the bridge that you just set fire to. If people are talking about you, good or bad, then you are making an impact. Keep stirring your cauldron. And lastly, before I end this week's episode, I would encourage my listeners to live true to yourself. Be honest. Again, being honest is not synonymous with being unkind. And invest in the people who reciprocate. No apologies. To my listeners, do not make me have to email myself again next week. Just like the purchase of the book, it takes minutes to email Tattlepot a complaint or a success or an event. Don't be a jabroni. Email me at tattlepot at gmail.com. Buy my book, Memoirs of My Mother by E. Thomas. And don't be shy because there is no shame in tattling to your mother. Have a good week and I'll see you soon. Thank you.